that's recording and we're gonna go live all right what's going on everybody welcome into this very first episode of hopefully many uh, me talking about sports um so what i have is i've written down a few things from the first week of of football of, of professional football so far and uh, i want to talk about a few topics that i found in a few outside of football topics so the first one i have is um why why bills just why why would you why okay so for those of you who don't know which is everybody um i i was oblivious to sports for the last year so i watched sports my entire life followed in my entire life we'll get into all that as the shows move on and progress but as far as sports themselves i was kind of uh out of it last year with covid family things like that so i didn't really watch any football um i knew the tampa bay buccaneers did great yeah good job tom brady wins another fucking ring and he, he, he whatever anyway what i didn't understand is how were the bills good right i didn't understand that the bills had become a good team and everybody i talked to everybody i said everybody who i looked up i looked at reviews i looked at opinions i looked at anything like that it all said the bills are the bills are super bowl contenders this year the Bills have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, they're so good. Josh Allen could carry them to the Super Bowl. Okay, so they were favored by six and a half points going into uh, the game, going against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have um, the old man behind the, them, Big Ben, no Odell, no Antonio Brown, nobody. Simple pick, right? Simple pick, right? Why did the Bills fucking suck still? They scored 10 points in the first half. They scored 6 in the second half. 16 to 23. What a terrible game. I fuck. I, I hated that so much. I will never bet on the Bills the rest of this season. Mark my words. If you're a gambler, which I am, if you pick a parlay, which I did, and you win everything else in your parlay, which I did, except for the fucking Bills to win their game, because you listen to everybody and think that the Bills still have a chance this year, and then they play some shitty fucking team like the Steelers, and then they suck. Rip that thing that's ripped off my door back there. That, that, that's the kind of stuff we do on this set. That was terrible by the Bills. Josh Allen looked beyond terrible. Supposedly, he just signed a big contract. So maybe he, you know, the nerves caught up to him. And that's what was happening. But my God, I, I texted someone right after that. And I said, uh, Bills, Bills suck fade them the rest of the year. And I believe that. I don't know if they're a good team. I don't know what they're going to do. But until they win three in a row, until they cover the spread three in a row, fucking fade them the rest of the year. And that is a promise. They did not look good. Moving right along on other topics that did not look good. Hey, guys, remember how Trevor Lawrence is going to come to the NFL and just fucking dominate? He's the next great quarterback. He's, he's got perfect quarterback stuff. What a terrible performance. Now... The one exception was it was Urban Meyer's uh, NFL debut, so to speak, uh, as, as head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. But let me just read you. Let me just make sure my glasses are on probably. Let me read you this. Okay, here's what I wrote down. I put, Trevor Lawrence did not look ready for the NFL. Now, what's cool about him is he had three touchdowns, right? That's pretty cool in your debut. He also had three interceptions and threw the fucking ball 51 times. Times. 
He was 28 of 51 for 332 yards, one sack, a QBR of 70. Jacksonville lost to Houston. Houston. Now, Jacksonville, you know, if they won that game, they would have tied the amount of games they won the previous year. But still, why are you going to come into a game like, okay, maybe there's a difference between like a college kid coming to the NFL and he's ready to go and he's, he, you know, you want to get him in the game and you want to just bam, fire him off, give him throw, 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 throw. Right, but. 51 throws in your college debut, in your, your NFL debut? Three, and his intercept, okay, his touchdowns looked good. They were good touchdowns. His interceptions looked terrible. You know what they looked like? They looked like, I'm going to put this down. Looked like A, focus up camera here. He looked like A, a player who is young and is rushing throws, who is nervous, or B, a person who you say, hey, go throw the ball 51 times against your very first full-strength NFL defense and see what happens. If they keep that up, this will be a season like Jameis Winston last year where he, he fucking gets 30 touchdowns but 30 interceptions. And speaking of Jameson Winston, quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, after the great quarterback of Drew Brees retired, Aaron Rodgers, my Aaron Rodgers, right? I, I I don't like that I'm a Packers fan really anymore. I don't, right? Because like we we've had what other teams have had greatness at quarterbacks for 20 years and fucking swandled it and just fucking got ripped. First of all, first of all, Aaron Rodgers, what the fuck is with that haircut? I mean, my God, you make that much money, you should make enough money that someone's like, hey. Uh, perhaps in our 30s, we're not rocking with the eight-year-old mullet haircut looking thing, right? Like, the, who had that? That was like Tom Brady's fucking fifth year in the league. He had that long. It just looks terrible. But you know what? It was more terrible than Aaron Rodgers' haircut this week. His fucking performance. How much so? Because this man's going to go in the Hall of Fame, and he got pulled. He got pulled from the game. No, there's a difference between if you're up 30-0 to zero in the fourth quarter with six minutes left. If you get taken out of the game, that is you getting taken out of the game. When you can't score a single point and you're getting beat up by Jameis Winston. What? Now, on Jameis Winston real quick, what I will say is that he looked good-ish and someone said that he has the potential to have a really good bounce back year. And I thought of this earlier too. Earlier today, I thought of it. I was thinking about this thing. And I thought of it. And wait, what happened to the recording? Oh my God, the recording stopped. Is it still in the audio? It's still, okay. So record on the audio. Something happened on the, uh, on the, uh, <laughs> on the, the camera. So, but anyway, I was thinking about this earlier with Jameis Winston. Who the fuck did he have in Tampa Bay? <coughs> right? Like, who? <coughs> he had Evans for a little bit, right? But again, I also missed a lot of watching last year. So I don't know if he grew. I remember when he played and Marcus Mariota played. And they were kind of like the, the, the new guns coming in. I always believed in him more than Mariota. 
and and and, and he, Mariota, Mariota, have you say Mariota? He's out of the league, right? Like our backup, or he, he's his career is done as a starter. Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, you might have a chance. You might have a shot. Keep an eye on that moving forward. Keep an eye on that. But more importantly, Green Bay. I mean, my God, Green Bay. What the fuck happened to that? Talking about greatness struggling, let's take a step away from football real quick and go right up to the U.S. Open. Tennis. Personally, my favorite sport to watch and gamble on. I'll help you out with that later. Uh... Novak Djokovic versus Daniel Medvedev in the U.S. Open final. Dun, 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 dun. And Medvedev, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The young kid. The young kid. Is he coming? Is he going to beat the – is he going to dethrone Djokovic? Is he going to become one of the, the, the best tennis player of all time? Is he going to be the one to, to, to dethrone the top three who've been there for so long? Well, let me tell you what. I got this hot off the – let me get my – the right note here. Right off the press here. Um – let me get this. Let me get this pen here for you guys, real quick. Uh, let me write this here. Okay, you see that? Let me show you right there. What that say? Oh, come on, focus up, camera. Focus up, camera. Where you at? Oh, I was not gonna say. The answer is no. Okay, uh, no. And that's that's so stupid that people are gonna genuinely think that because Medvedev beat Djokovic in the U.S. Open. By the way, by the way, um, how many other finals did uh? Did Djokovic win this year? Oh, he won all of them except for this one? Oh, but because he lost this one? Oh, he's not worth it. Okay, <laughs> um, no, it, it's it's silly to think that Djokovic is dethroned by this. Now, you look at players like, uh, and you change into women's tennis, you know, Serena Williams got beat by Naomi Osaka twice. And Naomi Osaka was supposed to be the next greatest player because she beat the greatest woman's tennis player of all time. Well, you know, you look at um, what's happened since, and that's that's not how tennis works, okay? Um, so Medvedev will be very good, and he will be in that generation of Djokovic with Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, Zaver, Dominic Thiem, Medvedev, the, the, all these players are coming. The youth of tennis is coming to the top. The question you have to ask yourself, especially as a gambler, is will will they dethrone Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer, or will those guys retire, right? That's going to be the, the question. Looks like Federer's out the door. Nadal, I, I, I don't know. Is he only going to play on clay the rest of his career? I don't know, but Djokovic is still young. I think he's 33. Uh, so, you know, he still has about four or five years, but this doesn't really mean much as far as, you know, great players, things like that. It's great that Medvedev won, but let's not forget this was also Medvedev's best or his first major win of his young career. He has a very unorthodox swing. We don't know what that's going to do five, six, seven years now. It looks like every swing is going to dislocate his friggin' elbow. It's crazy to watch him. Can you sustain that for matches on matches on matches for five, six years? Now, the good thing about that is if he does get to the level that he's, he's projected to go, he'll give up playing in the ATP 250s. He'll give up playing the ATP 250s. 500s, and he'll play in the thousands in the matches. Now, if you don't know much about tennis, we're not going to bore you with what that means, uh, but he won't play as much, which is what a lot of the better guys do. 6-4, uh, 6-4, is still something really cool to watch. Uh, I was very impressed with how um, shitty Djokovic played. Uh, in men's tennis, uh, the, 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 
the good players lose because they have bad games. Not so much that the the um, lesser player plays better. Now, this was one in two, right? So pre-tournament, these two were the ones who were supposed to be in the final, right? Number one seed, number two seed, boom. They're supposed to play in the final. That's what the finals is. That's what the... Uh, that's what it means with the seeding. Now, speaking of seeding that does not understand or make sense what that happens, uh, Emma, insert last name, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, and Lila Fernandez were the women in the ATP final. Now, both of these women came into the tournament uh, combined seeded of uh, not. They were not seeded at all. They were not ranked. And Emma, the one who won the tournament, came from the qualifier and never lost a set. Ne think of that. The whole tournament never lost a set. Now, full disclosure, full disclosure, Lila, is it Lila or Layla? I'm not really sure. Beat much better players. Much, I don't know how the draw worked like that, but she beat much better players than Emma. Okay, I think she beat like five of the top ten players. Maybe it was three of the top ten players. It was insane how good she played. Now, when she got to the final, that was the first full match of both of them that I watched. And I just from a from a perspective of what I saw, um, Layla Lila was too small. She hadn't. She's got no power in her game, and uh, she is is not able to run from court to court. And she's got no net presence. Uh, and it was really interesting to watch. And it was exciting, um, but I, I could kind of tell in the first set that her. Uh, her match, her tournament was over. Now that also could have been um, because she just played a ton of fucking matches against a ton of great players, and they were really good. Um, but uh, nevertheless, I mean, it was a great match. It's really cool to see youth in women's tennis get better. Um, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that stories like that were not talked about enough in in America. Um, because it's not Serena Williams or or Osaka or Sloane Stevens or someone. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that was really it. So let's get to my power rankings for week two of, um, the NFL. And, uh, then we'll go from, uh, we'll do that. And then a couple cliff notes and, uh, then we'll get out of here. So, um, let's go with my top four play, top four teams in the NFL right now are as followed. Number one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They look so good. They, I mean, you know, Tom Brady is really good. Um, what a what a great take that is. Um, the only thing that I worry about is their defense. Uh, Texas did kind of expose that pretty easily, it looked like. Um, but Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Uh, number two, we have Kansas City. I think Kansas City is, is I mean... Really good. They, they played against the Browns yesterday, and they dominated. And they didn't dominate them. They had a good fundamental team comeback game, kept their composure. First half, they looked fucking terrible. In the second half, they came back and did really good. Now, this is probably where it's going to get a little controversial, and you guys probably click off, okay? So, uh, Tampa Bay number one, Kansas City number two. I have the Dallas Cowboys as number three. I'm telling you, as someone who does really not like the Cowboys, I never hopped on the Tony Romo um, hate train. There's an argument to be had that Tony Romo is the best undrafted player of all time in any sport. I genuinely think that. If Tom, if, if Tony Romo won one Super Bowl, 
than Tom Brady's whole, I got drafted uh, really late in the draft, uh, and look at what I did. That would, that would mean fucking peanuts, okay? That would mean absolute peanuts, right? Uh, but Tony Romo fucked up, and uh, so I never really jumped on the Tony Romo hate train. Um, Dak Prescott, I've, I always kind of liked him, but I was always like, he's not that good. Uh, this year, they look good. Watch out for them. C.D. Lamb, what another hot take. Uh, he looks so good. Their defense actually looks pretty good. I am, I'm so excited to see them going against a quarterback whose name is not greatest of all time. So that'll be interesting to see. And then the number four, number four team I have are the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns, man, they looked fucking good. Oh, my God. They look good. Now, now they got Kareem Hunt on their team. I, that's again something I missed from being you know out of the sports. I I didn't know Kareem Hunt was on their, his team. Um, I was like, who's that fast guy? And then oh, Kareem Hunt. Uh, you know he did really good. It'd be interesting to see what he does against not former teams. Uh, and then Nick Chubb. I mean, oh my, this dude, what a what a beast. He might he might you know he's he's gonna be top two in the league right at the end of the season. The way he played yesterday, he plays like that consistently. I mean, my God. Keep in mind this list. Is my is my power ranking to win the Super Bowl? Okay, it's after the week, right? So all four of these teams could get their ass blown out. Mm, don't think I meant to say that like that. All four of these teams could lose really bad tomorrow or next week, and then they're fucking gone. Okay, um, so those are the four, the 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 five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, I have San Francisco, the Chargers, Saint uh, or uh, New Orleans Saints. Arizona Cardinals, Kyler, Kylo Murray, Kylo Ren Murray. Watch out for him, bro. He had five touch, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Oh, my God. He looked good yesterday. Uh, and then <coughs> the Rams. The Rams looked The Rams looked actually really good. I had a lot of fun watching the Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford, again, another player who um, he's had one good player on his team in his entire career, and he fucking retired because he's like, mm, head injuries, they ain't for me. I'm out. Okay, so that was interesting to watch. Okay, I don't really, don't really worry about, what is that? That's 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I have the Lions at 10. Um, it did all right. They, 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 looked, they looked good, but again, that's just kind of the bottom tier of it. What I really want to get to is uh, the Packers, the Bills, the Browns, the Steelers, the Colts, the, the, the uh, Washington team, the Jaguars, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Falcons, the Titans, the Eagles, all fucking suck. Oh my God! After week one, they all suck. They they can just fucking put them all. Put the best players of all those teams combined there. Put them on one field against any of those other teams. They'd still fucking lose. They all were terrible. The one exception I, I'm quickly noticing in there is I don't necessarily think I meant to put the Steelers in there, um, but the Steelers again they didn't look that great. The Bills just looked fucking terrible. It was awful. Okay, moving right along here. Now. Uh, two teams are off of that, if you didn't know. Hey, good for you for knowing. Uh, that's the um, the uh, Ravens and the, uh, um, excuse me, Raiders, Raiders and the Ravens. They play tonight, Monday Night Football. It's Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, my prediction, uh, Lamar Jackson will win. Uh, the Ravens will look very good. Or they will look good-ish, and they will be up in that. They will take one of the spots in my top ten. Um, I think they do have a top ten contender ability. Unlike people who say the Bills do, right? When you say the word the Bills, Super Bowl contenders, <laughs> gotta get out of here. 
with the Ravens Super Bowl contenders, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, I think they're they're what are they years five or six into the the Gruden experience, the experiment in uh, Oakland with the Raiders, and like, bro, like, get fuck out of here, man. Get out of here. What a terrible, what a terrible choice. What a terrible thought. I mean, what a terrible experiment. That'll be over here. Uh, you know, the under over. If he makes all ten years, it should should have some pretty good odds on it. Uh, take a nice sip of my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Hashtag sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on coffee. Use discount code. It's not a real sponsor to get zero percent off. Um, one last thing. Couple couple cliff notes I want to talk about. Just not really sports teams or things related. Just things in sports. Number one. Does anyone else find it weird? That Max Kellerman is staying with ESPN after Stephen A. Smith has been like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm the reason he's gone because um, I don't like him. Like, what? Okay, so, like, I don't really like Max Kellerman. I think his takes are really stupid. When, when you think of Max Kellerman, what's the first thing you think of, right? You think of the fucking last shot, universe on the line, Steph Curry, I'm taking Andre Iguodala. Like, get the fuck out of here. However, that show is super scripted and he might have actually expressed that opinion. What I do know about Steve, uh, what I do know about Max Kellerman is he knows a lot about boxing and mixed martial arts. They don't really capitalize on that enough on ESPN to begin with. Why doesn't he just leave ESPN and go to another company and try his luck there, right? Try a company where you can swear, where you can be honest, where he can say, "Hey, fuck Stephen A. Smith," right? Like why why can't he be like that? Right? Because ESPN is just ran by Stephen A. Smith now. I mean, he's, what, the highest paid person. You people act like his opinion actually fucking matters. It doesn't. You know whose opinion matters? My opinion. That was kind of interesting. Um, topic I, I thought of this morning. When I was driving this morning, I saw the Max Kellerman show, and it was just, like, the same old regurgitated bullshit he's always done. Like, unless he's getting paid, like, a ton of money, but he already, he already should have a lot of money, right? Like, if I was him, I would just leave and go to a different... Um, different company and fucking be, be you. You know, why do you got to go be the corporate guy the rest of your life? But maybe he likes it. I don't really know. Uh, and then, um, one thing I did pick up this week, um, I said, I'm a lot right there. Uh, the announcers in tennis are terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, I don't understand why no company or sport ever like gets new people. Right? Why are we listening to the same five people announce tennis for 30 years? Right? Like, holy shit. There was a moment between the women's U.S. Open tournament match, the finals, where the, there, the girl who was losing was smiling and laughing. And the announcers were like, should she be allowed to smile and laugh when she's losing in a final? Hey, fuck you. All right? Let her smile and laugh. Let her dance if she wants. Okay? It's a fucking, it's a sport. It's a final. <coughs> Excuse me. They're gonna win tons of money off of that, and they don't need you being fucking the the the, the smile police. Like, what the fuck is? How about if I was announcing that sport? Hey, she's smiling. She's a good spirit. You know, let's try to keep this up here. Let's go. Good job. You know, like, what the, should she be allowed to smile? Um, I, that's a great uh, analysis. Uh, now, if we look closely, uh, the girl is starting to walk with her left foot first. Is that something that we allow here in tennis? Is tennis something we allow? Also, isn't it kind of weird that like. The stadiums are just filled with celebrities who you get the impression have no idea how tennis works. Am I the only one who thinks that? I don't know. That's what I feel. Um, that's going to be it for the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening or watching, whatever you've done. Um, hope you guys like it. If you like this kind of content, let me know. If you got a question related to sports, let me know. We're going to cover a lot about sports. Um, all sports, really. Uh, side of gambling. 
We'll cover a little bit of game. Most we'll cover a lot of gambling here. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks so much for watching and listening. Uh, but we'll see you guys later.